Hello and welcome to a special edition of Serendipity Girl. This is your three minute pit stop. I'm trying this out just to see if I can do it. But this is Serendipity Girl, and you know I'm always on a quest to discover thoughts that are true and noble and pure and right and lovely and excellent and worthy of praise. So where do I go to find those kind of thoughts? Well, I go to God because he thinks really cool thoughts. Now, by God, I mean Jesus. And by Jesus, I mean Savior and the Lord and the God of the Bible. So... And if you're thinking, well, I don't know if I buy all that. Well, have you read what he's done for you in the book of John? If you look it up and read the book of John and ask God, hey, I don't know what I think about all this Christianity stuff and this Jesus stuff. Will you show yourself to me? Are you for real? I promise you, he will meet you. I believe it with all my heart. He will meet you where you're at. So for those who have already made that decision and are like, yeah, I'm a Jesus girl or I'm a Jesus guy and I am trusting him that he died on that cross for me and paid for my sins and I'm his child. Well, the Bible is just full of all of his promises. And I came across with some wonderful I will statements that he has made in Psalm 91 verses 14 through 16. I'm going to go fast here. Verse 14 says, the Lord, and by Lord, he means Yahweh, because it's in caps. Now, you might want to say Jehovah, but it's his God-keeping name. It's his promise-keeping name, rather. And and everything that is good about God resides in that name, because it's his character. And it says, the Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them, and I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. Well, I started writing down in my little journal. On the left side, all it had to say about God and all it had to say on the right about me or mankind and what can I learn about myself and mankind and what can I learn about God. And this is what I came up with. This is what God wants from us. He wants us to love Him. He wants us to trust Him. He wants us to call on Him. Wow. That's amazing. The God that owns everything and runs everything wants to hear from us and He wants us to love and trust Him. Okay. And we can do that especially through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives in you once you've said yes to Jesus and to salvation. What do we get in return? What does He promise that He will do? He promises to rescue us. He promises to protect us. He promises that when we call on him, he's going to answer. He won't send you one of those little messages that say, uh, not now, call later, or can I call you later? No, he's always going to answer. He says, I'm going to be with you in trouble. I'm going to rescue you. He says it twice in case we didn't hear it the first time. And I'm going to honor you. And I'm going to reward you with a long life and give you my salvation. Now, Those are some pretty cool promises, aren't they? And I love Psalm 32, verse 8, that says, He says, I will instruct and guide you and counsel you with my eye upon you. We just have to not be like those stubborn horses that won't come to you unless you put a bit and a bridle in their mouth. So, you know, we need to not do that. So, you might be thinking, well, hey, I know some situations where maybe I did call on God and I did ask Him stuff and I didn't see Him rescue Me or the person that um, I was praying for, they died. Maybe it was they died of cancer. They died unexpectedly or that relationship, um, you know, or that thing that I did. I wasn't rescued. I was foolish. He didn't rescue me. 
Okay, well, for foolish, he doesn't have to rescue us. The, the thing is, he's gracious enough to rescue us. But if you're staring down a situation like Naomi did in the book of Ruth, where she's like, just call me Mara. My name's Bitter. My husband died. My children died. I went through a famine. Life sucks. And I don't expect it to get any better anytime soon. That's my paraphrase of everything she said. She tells all her people in Israel, I'm back now, but don't call me my old name. Just call me Bitter. Well, she didn't know God was working on a long-term rescue. It may be that he hasn't rescued you yet. Or maybe what looks like something he didn't rescue somebody because they died, like my brother Charles, unexpectedly at age 32, maybe that was a rescue. Because in my brother's case, he's really my cousin. We adopted him. But he'd gotten so deep into substance abuse, he couldn't get himself out. And he foolishly chose to walk away from a Christian detox program and two weeks later, he was gone because of his own foolish choices. So just know that if you feel like, well, I feel like God let me down. I don't know that I can believe these promises in these verses. Let me just tell you, as someone who's been there, fall towards God, not away. Fall towards him. If you got to fall, go to him, tell him exactly how you feel, and then ask him to help you trust him with the understanding that you are going to choose to do that. He's not going to choose for you. He will give you the power. He will give you the faith. But trust him and look up the book of Ruth and see how it ended for Naomi and see what God did because it's a really cool story. Well, I have no idea because I'm looking at the scripture if I made three minutes or not, but y'all all know I can talk a really long time. So whatever it is, we're going to go for it and we're going to go with it and have some grace. So this is Serendipity Girl. Hope you have a wonderful serendipitous day. Until next time.